Hey there, everybody. Welcome into another edition of the WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. Myself, Andrew Gordon, with Chief Meteorologist Dave Turley. Dave, this is our second podcast of the week. We wanted to give everyone an update on what is right now Tropical Storm Nicole. Yes, and uh, it's something that is going to be impacting our area. How much of an impact on our region might not be a huge impact for a lot of people, but I do think we're all going to be seeing at least some effects from this system coming up here uh, really, uh, we're recording this on Wednesday, November 9th, or we're really expecting the impacts Thursday and into our Friday. Yeah, definitely. And you mentioned so many people getting in on impacts. This is kind of a lopsided system. It did get that tropical classification. We got rid of the subtropical storm naming. But Dave, the wind field is so wide. At one point this morning, it was 460 miles wide. So Four. that that is how far out the tropical storm force wind gusts right. were being recorded. Yeah, from the center at noon when we just did the noon show, it was 480 miles. But wow. what's crazy about that is it's all on the north side. Mm-hmm. North, there's, it goes, I think I measured about 45 to 50 miles south of the center of the storm where those tropical storm force winds. So it's all north orientated yeah. as far as the storm goes. So that'll have an impact, I think, on our area as far as the winds. Once that system really moves parallel or north of us, our wind should start to really decrease throughout the day on Friday. Yeah, Friday will be an improving day as we get past lunchtime for sure. But let's take this chronological here. We're yes. already getting, Where is it now? Where is it now? It just made a landfall. Yeah, first one. In, uh, I believe it's the Great Abaco Islands. It's in the Bahamas. Northern Bahamas right. is where it officially made its first landfall just before noontime. And uh, another landfall expected somewhere southeast Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it north? Of, is it Fort Myers? North of Fort Myers? I think it's going to be on uh, kind of south of Daytona and Cocoa Beach, Vero Beach. It's going to be south of there, but maybe I get confused of the cities, uh, which side that A they're on. A lot of forts. North of Miami. There you go. Yes. North of Miami, south of Daytona. Daytona. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the Treasure Coast, as they call somewhere it. Somewhere in there. And at that time, the storm might be turning a little bit more uh, to the northwest, not mm-hmm. a true westerly. So that's going to have a huge impact on exactly where it's going to make that official landfall along yeah. the southeast coast of Florida. And it's been a kind of a slower turn with uh, model data, data, which then brings it uh, further to the west, which takes it back over potentially over the Gulf and then the Panhandle to southwest Georgia. So it is a further displaced west from us versus the center of that muddled circulation going over us on Friday. Yeah, that's the one real big thing that's really changed. Our impacts really haven't changed if you watched our last uh, podcast, but uh, the, the the new track has shifted more westward. Instead yeah. of coming up maybe over us the way it was originally looking, uh, this looks like it's going up across either west or central areas of Georgia throughout the day on Friday and really accelerating much quicker. I think it's going to be gone mm-hmm. by Friday evening out yeah. of our area. Really going to set us up for a nice weekend, but uh, let's let's talk about impacts and what we're going to see first and, and what's next. So we've already had some winds. We've had wind gusts uh, close to 40 already this morning on Hilton Head, um, not necessarily over, you know, some of our inland communities yet. That is still to come. But uh, we saw the coastal flooding issue first. And this morning, the high tide just after eight for Tybee Island. You know, even though there weren't any flooding issues necessarily at Fort Pulaski, just inland a few miles there, we did see the water come up all the way to the dunes. And so erosion, that's something that we've been talking about. High surf, rip current risk, nobody in their right mind is out there. Unless they're, you know, wetsuit surfing. You got got some of those folks out there that uh, that hopefully know what they're doing. 
But that that's kind of the first thing. I'm going to do a repeat of that tomorrow morning. That tide looks a little higher than what we had today. It underperformed, which we're always happy with. It it came out that's at about nine point five ish when it was supposed to be ten point two. So you know, at ten point three or ten point two, the forecast for tomorrow, that's moderate flood stage. Definitely would make up to the dunes and and what have you there. So we'll be watching for that tomorrow morning in between eight and nine a.m. Don't expect US 80 to close between the Bull River Bridge and the Lazarota Creek Bridge, but uh, we'll actually have a report out there. And if it does, we'll be the first to let you know. Of course. But uh, I, I think that what we'll start to notice is a gradual increase in wind gusts every now and then. You know, you, you're in your house and you don't really notice the wind, but every now and then maybe you, you hear the branches or you hear the wind chimes or, or something, some signal outside to, to bring that element of wind inside to you. I think tomorrow, Thursday, will be our breeziest of days. I think so as well. Uh, even though the storm will be passing to our west on Friday, I think Thursday, especially Thursday nightish, uh, could be the windiest time for us. But how much wind are we looking at? Uh, again, you mentioned we've already had winds gusting close to 40. I think we actually had a 40 plus along the beaches yesterday. Yeah. Today, I think it was 38. But we're looking at a general, uh, probably 35 to 40 mile per hour wind gust tomorrow for inland areas could be 45 or so plus maybe at the beach areas Mm -hmm. for Thursday. So is that a lot? No, we're not going to see widespread damage out there. As I hit the poinsettias out there, we do have a poinsettia. We're trying to be festive. Yes, we have the, they're in here like, you know, let's put them in the podcast. So if you're you're watching the podcast, we do have some poinsettias. And if you're not, you can watch it on our Facebook pages. Dave is good about editing it and throwing up on online. Trying to keep that. Yeah. So again, it's not a huge wind event, but, you know, 35, 45 mile per hour winds is enough to take down some tree branches, uh, some dead trees. If we get some heavy rain, you know, loose soils, that could topple over some right. of those. Uh, but, and that could cause some sporadic, uh, isolated power outages. You know, you can never be ruled out when you have that. But widespread, no. Most people aren't going to have any impact uh, from the wind with this system. Yeah, more of a nuisance while you're driving. Yes. It's, it's more the uh, work from homers, the people still doing that, that might have to, to worry about maybe uh, not going not gonna to be able to, to work for a little bit till power gets restored. But, uh, yeah, I think that the wind will be interesting. And I remember looking at some of the buoy data this morning, and the wind is out there. It's just when you get over land, it weakens a bit. The Gray's um, Reef has a buoy, and it almost got to 50 this morning. And that was early. So I think that we'll see that as these uh, – you know, pressure gradients tighten up, moves a little bit further north, especially Thursday. Yeah, we could we could get some gusts 40 plus, maybe not inland. Depends on how west this little center of circulation goes. But right. we'll watch. It's all about uh, potentials, and that's what we always talk about. And and I think that forecast really, like like you said, Dave, if you listen to this podcast we posted Monday, the initial uh, talk about impacts really largely remain unchanged. Yeah, and the rain we're looking at uh, two to three inches. I think widespread two to three. But I it, right now models, especially our in-house uh, uh, high resolution, the, the the IBM model there really is not looking like an all-day steady rain. We're going to have pockets of some rain. Will be heavy at times, but there'll be some times of some dry periods in there as well. Yeah, and you mentioned the word pockets, and that's what I don't like because whenever you get a pocket or a single cell, as we call them, and I love diving into severe weather. Anytime you get a single cell off by itself, it's kind of hogging the moisture around it because all of these have updrafts and it's rotating around an updraft, which is that low. Well, you get those spinning around a low and you could get some tornadic 
thunderstorms. And maybe even with a system like this, with how cool it is above us, you don't even get these clouds tall enough to produce a lot of lightning. But you can still get tornadoes if you don't have lightning. It's not an indicator necessarily. So we'll be watching that Thursday. I do think if anything's changed or, or we're going to tweak an impact, I think the tornado threat's gone up a, a little bit, a touch. And uh, we'll be watching for that. I would say 95 toward the coast or, you know, of counties that are hugging 95 as we go through the day Thursday into the afternoon. Some of these isolated storms could rotate enough to pull a tornado down to the ground and, um, you know, do some damage. And, and obviously a week, even if it's an EF0 tornado, that's going to do more damage than these wind gusts that we're forecasting. Yeah, exactly. I, so I do think, what you just mentioned, the tornado threat, that's our major concern mm-hmm. for me with this system. I'm not really too concerned about inland flooding no. or anything like that. There could be some localized you know, street flooding or, or whatever flooding if it really rains super hard over a short period of time. But anything widespread, I'm not looking at anything like that. Sure. Coastal flooding is really going to be confined to the times of high tide Thursday morning. Other than that, it's not a huge concern. Winds, again, we mentioned that, maybe gusting 40 to 45. It could be some power outages, but tornadoes, you just never know. And that's the really, that threat will be there Thursday, Thursday night, possibly even lingering into early on, on Friday morning. I think as that system is moving kind of parallel north of us, uh, quickly that threat will be decreasing Friday right. afternoon. And that wind's going to be coming in more so from the south as well on Friday. And once you're at that point, you're kind of toast with the tornado threat, which is good. That's what yeah. you want. But it, it does still show that there's going to be a good chance of rain for the mid to late morning hours with that wind still gusting 25:30 as you go into lunchtime on Veterans Day. Yeah, and uh, we've got the parade, and I, I think it's officially... I think it's Saturday now. Yeah, I think it's officially Saturday, which I think it's a good idea. I mean, you don't want to have everybody out there in a parade, right. you and, know. And you know, kids are out of school, but parents got to work. You know, I don't know how you navigate that, but then everybody's at home Saturday. It's a nicer day. Maybe yes. more people get to enjoy the tribute to our veterans. Yeah, so that's what it looks like uh, as far as the impacts from uh, Nicole. So what should you be doing if you're listening to this right now? What are we telling people to do? I think basically right now is, you know, 40, the 45 mile per hour winds, go around the outside of your house. If you have anything that's, you know, easily blown away in the wind, just secure it, maybe bring it inside. Um, I think the biggest thing to do is, is make sure you have a way to receive weather alerts for that tornado sure. threat. Yeah. So downloading the first threat weather app or NOAA weather radio, just make sure you have that and, have that ready to go and be know what what you would do if a tornado warning was issued for your area. Right. Uh, You know, no different than any other severe weather setup that we have. You know, the reason that we're getting this lift in the atmosphere is because of a tropical storm. But I was uh, talking with some coworkers and managers earlier today and I was like, you know, if we had the threat we do for tornadoes alone, take everything else off the table, we would make that a first alert weather day for Thursday. So that's going to be what, um, you know, our heightened interest is going to be. Of course, we have everything else to, to monitor and, as we call it, we'll be babysitting, babysitting the radar. You know, we'll be watching there, making sure everything behaves. And un- unfortunately, we don't get to put these storms on timeout, but we'll go on air if needed uh, and uh, be here to get you guys through the storm. And it's not a storm you need to necessarily get through, but, you know, we'll we'll progress through this, uh, you know, not so nice weather day and a half with right. Thursday and, and Friday and then ha- have a nice weekend. And I think it is worth talking about how, we will have some nicer weather coming in on the backside of this. Yeah, much nicer. Uh, we're going to have a cold front moving through uh, sometime on Saturday. So I still think we're going to be warm. Actually mm-hmm. looking at, I think we we're forecasting right now, 77 for a yeah, high mid, mid, on Saturday. Mid-ish 70s. But Saturday night, 
here comes the cooler weather. Mm-hmm. So we, we cool down by, by the time you wake up Sunday morning. So uh, I don't think we're getting out of the 60s, I think it is, on Sunday. Yeah, even some inland areas might not make it out of the 50s. Yeah, so Who knows? cool cool weather coming up here for Sunday. And we bumped up the lows a little bit Monday morning. I know we were forecasting upper 30s even along the coast here. I think it's more maybe some upper 30s inland, but maybe some low 40s, 40 to 41 or so, which is still below average and cool right. for Monday morning. It's a bit more manageable, I would say, to actually get to that point versus going to the 30s. Not to say somebody... Well, West a, a 95 couldn't, but yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. You know, uh, we, we made the switch to Christmas music Yes, and on uh, the river, mm-hmm. and now we are kind of uh, waiting for that kind of feel. I feel like we had those very chilly few days. I don't feel like we did. We did. And then uh, this craziness is happening, and then we go into uh, a tropical system back to cooler weather, so... A bit topsy-turvy, I would, I would say. More what you would expect to see is we're getting really looking forward to Thanksgiving coming up here uh, in the next two weeks. I think it is two weeks from Thursday. Two weeks from tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, and it'll be good for that. But um, again, hopefully we will be quieting things down in the tropics. It looks like it is. I don't see anything else besides Nicole out there for right now. Yeah, we could put a, a nail in that coffin, hopefully. Let's hope so. Hurricane season officially winds down at the end of November, but I think it was, uh, was it 2015, 2016, the year we had all those storms? We had actually a one in December, I think. Yeah, I think there was something measured on satellite with Atlantic or something. I yes. don't remember. Like, yes. Dave, I'm becoming more like Dave, and these all blend together. So, <laughs> I think it was, it was the busy year, whatever our, our busy year. It was 2015 or 16 when we had the record amount of storms that just kept going and going. Well, do you have a, a light at the end of uh, your busy work week tunnel that, that you're looking forward to for this weekend? I am happy that this is getting out of here Friday afternoon. So we are working our 12-hour shifts tomorrow. We are. And yep. uh, so you're, you guys, you and Dylan are working 2 to 2. Yep. Jamie and I are working from 2 p.m. to 2 a.m. But then we're back on regular shifts coming up on Friday. So I'm happy for that, that mm-hmm. the storm is out of here before the weekend. And uh, we get to have a nice, relaxing, quiet weekend coming up. Yeah, definitely looking forward to that, Dave. And I appreciate you, everybody listening at home or your car, wherever you're at, and uh, tuning in for the latest information. Of course, we'll keep you updated on the news around the clock. And if we need to cut in, we will let you know what's going on. You will never be not informed. But uh, for now, we'll, we'll send you on your way and hope you guys have a good one. It's been another edition of the WTOC First Alert Weather Podcast. Be safe, be good, and we'll talk to you guys in here soon.